0: Well, good morning everybody, it's good to be with you again and today is a very very special day and we've decided to do a bit of a different program and chat about a, a few things that we don't usually talk about uh, for a live stream or on a Sunday morning and things like that and this is to let you know that Pastor Lindsay and I are celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary.
1: Yes, and it's actually today, isn't it? So it's a very exciting time. It's a time of reflection. It's a time of joy. And it's a a wonderful way of just inviting you all to share this time with us. That even in lockdown, we can still celebrate our marriage, our anniversary, and the love that God's given us.
0: Amen. And, you know, 40 years is a long time. Definitely. And hopefully we've learned a few things, right? I hope so. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes we take things for granted. We, mm. we go through life. Life has got many, many facets. But we got things to share.
1: Yeah, we definitely have. Because in the years that we've been together, um, we have learned so much. And God has taken us through so many things amazing ups, some interesting downs, um, some twists and turns. And yeah, the fact that we come from different cultures and have had very different upbringings um, has been interesting as God has taught us, worked with us, healed us, and done so many things. So that now, at 40 years, we're still together. We're still in love, and uh, we're looking forward to the rest of our lives together. And yet we want to share with you some of the insights that God has given us over these past 40 years.
0: Yeah. And you know, Pastor Lindsay was speaking about different cultures. You know, in our relationship, it's not just two different people. I mean, that is in itself, is not an easy thing to do, is to share your life with someone else who um, is very different to you. But now on top of it, you add a different culture, different mannerisms, different ways of speaking, different all kinds of things, Mm -hmm. even a different language. Uh, My maternal language is French. Uh, Yours is English. (laughs) You know, it makes it even more... Uh, uh, challenging in a lot of ways, right?
1: Definitely, definitely. Mm. But at least the one thing I have learned in in French is to say,
0: je t'aime. Well, there we are. (laughs) So, 40 years later, she has definitely learned. Amen. So, what what we would really want to do today in this couch session is just share with you some of the things that we have learned uh, through the years that have enhanced our marriage and make our relationship grow uh, in you know for I, I know uh, many, many couples. Uh, at first, it all starts well, but after a while they get used to each other, and then they start um, you know having little quibbles here mm-hmm, and taking, whatever. Yeah. and then little by little as they get older their relationship wanes instead of mm-hmm. developing instead of getting closer mm-hmm. and that doesn't have to be like that
1: definitely not we need to learn that when <clears throat> when god puts us together as a married couple it's his design it's it's his desire and he is there as a third person in the marriage to really make us successful because in the end the putting together of two people brings such a wholeness Um, I learn to draw on your strengths. Instead of being threatened by them or challenging them, I learn to draw on them to enhance where maybe my weaknesses are. And also you can uh, benefit by the strengths that are in me. And that is what God wants. He wants us to combine the giftings that are in both of us to make something that is really... Um, very great, um, very beneficial to the couples and also brings a great stability um, to people who are around us, friends and family and congregation and all sorts of things like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what uh, we've done is we spent a little time talking about our 40 years and the things that we thought were of great importance to share with you. Some of you are young couples watching these others. I've been married five years, 10 years, some 20 years. And, uh, and we're trusting the Lord that as we share some of His things with you, that you're going to learn and you're going to receive some gems, that's going to help you grow. You know, Pastor Lindsay and I, we have grown in our relationship. We are closer now than we were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, in so many ways. And it gets better and better. That is the plan of God. We, we don't need to go, fall apart because we are getting older. Not at all. We get closer and closer. We're looking forward to 50 years. Or perhaps if God gives us a bit of grace, maybe 60 years of marriage one day. But, uh, you know, at this point in time, we have accomplished 40 with the grace of God and the things he's taught us. And that's what we want to share with you a little bit this morning. Mm. Yes. All right? Okay. So the very first thing we came up with which is at top of the list for us, is a commitment. Mm-hmm. You, for that relationship to develop, there needs to be a quality commitment to the relationship.
1: Very much so, because um, it's easy... <laughs> in today's world, to look at it as a a contract. And if the contract is is working for both parties, we keep it. If it's not, we break it. But that's not what marriage is all about. Marriage is a commitment. I'm committed to you for life. I'm committed to you through the good times, through the bad times. And, And that is just so important, is to make that commitment. And when we make a commitment, we need to stick to it.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, Lindsay and I, we were blessed early in our relationship. That was, in fact, before we got married. Mm-hmm. We discussed one thing that very few couples do today. And we said the word divorce will be banished out of our home. Definitely. Right? And we will not entertain that yeah. word. And, and that was crucial because if divorce is not an option then the only other option is to work out your differences.
1: It is. And that pushes you into that place where you can't say, well, there's plan B. There is no plan B. There's plan A, and that's yeah, our marriage. That's right. That's our commitment to each other, our love for each other, and our finishing strong, our walking a road together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Committed to the relationship. Yes. Right to the end. Yes. All right, And and that is the first principle that we wanted to share with you this morning. And that is, if you've never made this commitment, is at the back of your, of, your, of your brain, of your mind, is the thought, well, if it doesn't work out, maybe we'll hop out or we'll separate and that kind of thing. Then that tells me mm. that your commitment to the mm-hmm. relationship is it's not where it should be. No. And for you to have a successful relationship, you have to settle this issue. Mm -hmm. I am committed to this. God put us together. Mm -hmm. And that's it. There's no plan B. As Pastor Lindsay said, we are committed to this relationship. Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm
1: -hmm. Very much so.
0: Then the second thing we came up with is communication.
1: Oh, that's a big word. (laughs) With such a weight to it. And I think that's one of those things that doesn't just come overnight, it comes as we continue to communicate. When we stop communicating, we stop actually being able to move forward together. And so communication, learning to communicate, like we said about the different cultures, the way you communicated, the way you spoke, and the way I speak were two totally different things.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I had to learn, Um, that what I assumed you were meaning was not in your heart at all because I didn't understand the way you communicated and I had a lot to learn. And one of the interesting things about it is that the only way to learn is to really listen.
0: That's right. And I had to learn to communicate differently as well as you will, uh, I'm sure you, you've, you will agree with me, that there needs to be a meeting of each other somewhere here. Yes. You know, it's not just one person mm-hmm. making the change, mm-hmm. but both needs to work at this. Yes. With us, with my different culture, from yours, and my different way of speaking from yours, mm-hmm. because French, the way the French speak, the way the Mauritians speak, the way the South Africans speak are very different.
1: Very much and so.
0: So, so I had to work on the things, the Mm -hmm. way I said Mm -hmm. things, Mm -hmm. which was not getting through to you at all. And it's not just a language thing. It was uh, uh, also a mannerism, Mm -hmm. an attitude. And a tone. A tone in my Mm -hmm. voice, you know, Mm -hmm. all these kind of things. I had to work on these Mm -hmm. in order to meet you so that you could receive from me when I communicated. At the same time, you also had to meet me somewhere Mm. and allow me to be who God made me to be,
1: right? And one of the things that I had to learn about communication is to look beyond the words and to listen for your heart. And with your commitment to me, as I could blend those two, I came to realize that it was never out of a heart of criticism or trying to put me down, but I realised that your love for me um, superseded, in a sense, the the mode or the way of communication. And and as I looked beyond that and listened beyond that to your heart, I was more able to hear really um, what you were saying.
0: Amen. So working at that is crucial. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Mm-hmm. We work on the commitment. Continuously making sure we're committed to this relationship. We work on the way we communicate in order not to cause offense to our spouse. Yes, yes, Amen? Yes. The third one is a willingness to understand mm-hmm. the other one. Mm-hmm. That was a very, very important thing because our tendency mm-hmm. is when, when, when we had differences of opinion mm-hmm. and we started speaking about it and we started feeling strongly about the way we saw particular Mm -hmm. issue, we Mm -hmm. were convinced that we were right, isn't it?
1: Definitely. There were many times where I felt,
0: I'm right, he's wrong. Yeah, I mean we don't start uh, discussing a matter unless we've given it some thought. I mean most people are like this and I've concluded this is the way to deal with this matter. Yes, otherwise I wouldn't be sharing it with you. Exactly, but Unless we have a willingness to understand the other person's Mm -hmm. perspective, the other person's point of view, we will end up in a fight.
1: Mm -hmm. Very much so.
0: And strife is not God's (laughs) intention for married couples.
1: No, it's not.
0: Please do not entertain strife Mm -hmm. in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Whatever Mm -hmm. you do, if strife develops, and it will through time, time and again, it can happen. But put it down very fast. Don't give place to strife. Absolutely.
1: Strife separates. And we want to stay together. Amen. That's why we got married. was So that we could be together. Amen. Not so that we could put things in between us. Right. And um, I think that willingness to understand is, is so important. Because you need to be willing to listen and to ask those questions. Why? Why do you say that? Why do you feel like that? Explain to me. Share who you are with me. Intimacy. I, I love what somebody once said. The word intimacy means in to me see. Mm. And so as we are willing to understand, I am willing to understand you. You are willing to let me see into you and sure. to understand who you are and vice versa. Yeah.
0: And that willingness to understand the other person and understand the other person's perspective is just as valuable as yours, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and that empathy, that connection, if I can put it like this, that willingness to understand is crucial in, in knitting the relationship yes. and not allowing strife to develop. Very much All right?
1: so. Yes, yes, I agree. The
0: next thing we, we, we uh, picked up is... Is linked to this, and that's forgiveness.
1: Mm.
0: I am prepared to say that I don't know one couple, no matter how great they are, no matter how good their marriage is, who have never had a difference of opinion that got a little heated. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. especially when you're younger. As you get older, perhaps you get a little less heated, but <laughs> when you are young, uh you know the tempestuousness the uh, spontaneity i'm not sure and it can very quickly develop into a bit of an argument a bit of a tiff between between the couple and it's important to forgive it's
1: very important but you know in order to forgive we have to do two things we have to look at the other person and choose to forgive them for whatever they've done to us, whatever they've said to us. But again, in order to really forgive, we've got to take personal responsibility for what we have done.
0: Exactly. Because it's
1: not only forgiveness, but it's the saying sorry. And to acknowledge my part in what has happened and to really say to the other person, I'm sorry, so that they can forgive. Forgiveness needs to happen even if sorry is not said, But it's so much easier when sorry is said.
0: Absolutely, and you know, I'm reminded of uh, couples can have huge fights about very small things like one of the things I remember going back to the years when we were doing marriage courses and so on, is the way the, the, the toilet roll rolls on the toilet holder. Does it roll that way or does it roll that way? It can start with a very nice and gentle and end up with a complete mm-hmm. chaos mm-hmm. because the one wants it this way, the other one wants it the other way. And Absolutely. in that chaos, we say things that destroy the other person, Mm. because now we're speaking out of emotion, and we're not speaking out of rational uh, thought. Absolutely.
1: We've had quite a few of those discussions, not about the toilet roll, but if you remember the curtains and the way they were, they were pulled and things like that. We've had some interesting discussions. (laughs) And
0: so we've had to learn, however difficult it is, Mm -hmm. the first thing to do, please forgive me for what I said. I was angry, Mm. and this that doesn't give me the right, by the way, because mm-hmm. I'm angry Mm-mm. to call you the devil, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, to be able to say, I'm so sorry, I really didn't mean this. I was upset, I was emotional. Please forgive me. No excuses. Yeah, no buts. No buts. This is important. Forgiveness does not come with a but. Asking for forgiveness doesn't come with a, with yeah. a but. No excuses. Yeah. Asking right. for
1: forgiveness. Forgiveness is for reconciliation, not for justification. That's
0: right. You're never justified in in a marriage Mm -mm. to put down your spouse Mm. and call them idiots and and whatever. There's no justification for that when you're in a love relationship.
1: Remember, too, that as a married couple, there's God in our marriage as well. Mm. And what I think about you needs to be what God thinks about Mm. you. Mm. And you are one of God's favorites. And I have no right to say anything negative about you because God doesn't say it about Mm. you. Mm. And we need to remember that God is also in our relationship.
0: Yeah, and and one of the things that we need to really understand is that uh, getting into an argument that develops is like pushing a 44-gallon drum down a hill. (laughs) <laughs> it goes faster and faster and faster and quicker and quicker. Yes. And before you know what, you're in a mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to take a break. Mm-hmm. You've got to stop. You've got to take mm-hmm. a deep breath mm-hmm. and calm your emotions down. And forgiveness then comes in very much to so. make right and, and so on. Uh, All it's right? those
1: emotions that we've got to deal with. Because when we allow them to rise up, then they're in control. Yeah. And so we have to take time out, do what's necessary yeah. to calm the emotions so that we can come back in mm-hmm. and, uh, and discuss and forgive and yeah. all of those good things.
0: Amen. The next thing we picked up in, in our 40 years is uh, that's very, very important in, in a husband-wife relationship is to develop tangible love towards your spouse. Mm-hmm. Tangible things that your spouse can pick up my husband or my wife is showing love to me there, mm, you know, mm, tangible. Mm, mm. And that means knowing your spouse's love language, right? Definitely, yes. Yeah.
1: That's so important because we we want to show love, we think we're showing love, but we're missing the mark because that doesn't mean right. to our spouse yeah. what it would mean if it was done to us. And so realizing, and the most amazing thing is God normally puts together two people who have totally different love languages. Why? Because he wants us to make the effort. Mm. If it was easy to do it, well, that would be great. But he wants us to choose to do the loving thing for our spouse. And so for me, the way you have learned to understand me and what makes me tick when you do certain things for me and and the way you demonstrate your love for me in in really practical tangible ways um just has meant so much to me and over the years it's just got better and better
0: yeah i must i must say that this area we have found is one of the most difficult ones (laughs) because we have a tendency to show love to someone else the way we receive love. And that's natural. We do this naturally. But that's not necessarily the way that the other person receives love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, So Mm -hmm. their love tank goes empty while you think, but I've been filling your love tank. How Mm -hmm. come it's empty? Mm -hmm. Well, you are not showing love to your spouse the way that your spouse Mm -hmm. receives Mm -hmm. love. It's like
1: the difference between French and English. Sure. We've got to understand. Sure. And so we need to ask, what can I do that really means something to you, that shows and demonstrates my love? Sure. And listen to the answer, and then choose to do it.
0: Yeah. And I certainly have found, that because I'm not focused on this over time, even though after 40 years, I'm still unhappy mm-hmm. at the level that I meet your love language. I don't know where you are towards me, but this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have found that's not an easy thing to do at yeah. all.
1: I'd like to say I've got it down t- pat, but no. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes very good at it. Other uh, times, forget about it, like yeah, you say, because yeah. it's not a
0: natural response. Exactly. It's something you have to work on all the time. Mm. And then the next one is is making time to have fun and laugh together.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I can think of so many times where... We've just started laughing, or one of us has started laughing, and in the end, both of us are laughing. And when we sit and think about it afterwards, it was maybe a silly little thing, or we've gone out and done something together, and we laugh about things Mm, together. mm. And that just brings, I think, like a platform of peace Mm. and connection. Um, I love laughing with you.
0: Yeah, and you don't want to wake up in the morning like somebody said, let's wake Grumpy up. (laughs) All right, you don't want to be grumpy with a long face all the time. Remember, your your spouse is the one who's living with you, Mm -hmm. and. So laughing together is so, so important at times. And Pastor Lindsay and I, we have great fun together, time and again. I mean, most of you see us in the church, we're serious. That doesn't mean at home we're never serious, of course we are. But we do make time where we become almost like little kiddies and we play around and we laugh and we have fun. It's Mm -hmm. very, very important in building the relationship.
1: Absolutely. And don't be too big and too prideful to actually laugh like a child. Sure. Because those great big laughs really break something on the inside and and opens potential
0: for good things. Absolutely. Especially if you've been married a while, Mm. you know, you can lose your sense of humor. (laughs) Uh, I've seen many couples like that. They never seem to be able to laugh together anymore. Mm. But this, you've got to make an effort to do something that you both enjoy, find fun uh, to do together and laugh and have a good giggle and almost become like little kiddies, all right? And also
1: choosing to have good times, choosing to do fun things together. Sure. Um, is so important and so important in our world now because we're so busy working and children and ministry and all sorts of things sure. that we can get to a certain age. The children move out of the house and we look at each other and say, who are you?"
0: Sure.
1: We've got to continue building our relationship. Right. Um, we're at the time now where we don't have children in the home and we have lots of fun times together. But We need to do that and not wait for then. Sure. We need to do it. Throughout the marriage. And take time out to really be with each other throughout the marriage. Yeah. To make sure that your spouse feels important.
0: Yeah. And the last thing we have on our list, and by the way, this is not a comprehensive list. These are the things we thought about for this little session. But, we've ought, we've ought, but they are the most important things on our list is focus on your spouse's strengths rather than their weaknesses.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. I think we mentioned that at the beginning. You know how important it is that we each have strengths and we need to allow those to blossom and focus on that. Yeah. Let me look at all the good in your life rather than what you are not good at. Yeah. Um, it's easy to focus on the negative, that's right. but that doesn't build.
0: And most people are like that because we grow up in a negative world. Mm-hmm. And so we have a tendency to say, but hang on, that's not right. She's not doing it so well. He's not doing this right. And so it becomes a focus and a priority mm-hmm. when, in fact, we should actually figure out what is good with our spouse, mm-hmm. what their strengths are, and say, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. for these strengths because they yes. complement me. Yes. They make me bigger.
1: Yes. In a sense. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, yeah. In a sense, the strengths that we both bring to the marriage complete and, and as you say, build it up into something that we could never be on our own. Yeah,
0: yeah. So these these things, commitment, communication, willingness to understand, forgiveness, developing tangible love, making time to have fun, focus on your spouse strengths, these things are some of the things that have made our forty years a success. And uh, we're looking forward to the next however long God grants us. And I can tell you right now, the more we grow together, the better it gets. And you too can have a marriage like this. Amen. So I would like to take a, a minute or two just to pray for the couples and the families who are watching us. And some of you may not be married yet. You're watching this, but you're on your way to being married and hopefully you've learned something from today's session. So we just like to pray for, for everybody who is watching right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. And so, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time. We thank you, O oh God, that you've given Pastor Lindsay and our today, Lord, today, this mm-hmm. very day, yes. 40 years yes. of a great, thank wonderful you, time to share our lives together with. Mm-hmm. And so, Father, right now we lift up every couple, every family that is, un- that is watching this live stream. Mm-hmm. We bless them, O oh God. Yes, we ask you, Father, to remind them of the things we spoke about yes, today. Lord. Lord, yes, Lord, to bring to, to heart those aspects of these seven or eight things we shared, that they, some of these that they yeah, need enhance. to work on, that Holy Spirit, you show them that and you help yes. them get Mm. to the place Mm. where they are Mm. uh, actually operating well in all Mm. of these Mm. areas. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. We thank you, O God.
1: Yes, and Lord, I just want to bring to you all of the young single people that are watching today, Lord, and they're thinking, I'm not too sure about marriage. Lord, there has been such an onslaught against marriage. People are scared of marriage. They've been... um, Examples that are not good. Marriage has lost um, the status that it used to have, Lord, and people are too scared to enter into marriage in case it breaks. But, Lord, I just want to pray for the young people and say to them, In God, marriage is awesome. And so, Lord, I just want to um, ask you to minister to each one who is scared, Lord, who is fearful, or has already made up their mind that marriage is not for them, Lord. I want to ask you to share with them that in you, there is nothing to worry about because you will be with them. You will go through everything that they need to go through and you will bring them out the other side um, in a marriage that is blessed by you, Lord. And so, Father, I just want to thank you that, Lord, as we rely on you, Um, Within marriage, you are the one who initiated marriage in the first place, Lord, and you know it is good. You've said in your word that um, it is not good for man to be alone. And blessed is he who finds a wife because he finds something that's very good. And so, Lord, I just, want to, I just want to lift up every single person to you and ask you to minister to them so that they can begin to hope and dream and desire to be married in you in the future. And so, Lord, just bless them bless every couple. And Lord, for those who are hurting, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you minister to them, Lord. You heal the wounds. And that, Father, that marriages will be strengthened and new marriages would be encouraged. In Jesus' mighty name.
0: Amen. 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 Bless you all. Thank you for watching. And I trust you've received something out of this chat this morning. Amen. Amen.